Hey, besties. Thank you for tuning in to a Vibe Called Blessed podcast where we turn up for Jesus and celebrate in our confidence. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Jazz, and you have come at a great time. Okay. This is a short but new series called the 30-something series where this is just basically almost like my personal diary of just where I am right now in this period of my life and I'll just be talking about things that I have learned or I'm learning or I've changed or I've seen and it's pertaining personally to me and I don't know maybe something that I say will relate and resonate to you or somebody else and maybe you need to send this episode to somebody that might be going through something similar or uh, it's not always going to be bad it's going to be also a celebration and so I'm just excited if you can tell by the title we're going to be talking about faith isn't faith until it's tested listen if that is not a more truer statement I think I always knew that you would go the 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 word or um, things that you're hoping for, uh, it would be tested. But I didn't realize until I really opened myself up to understanding what it is that I wanted, I want in my life and, and realizing the things that I thought that I wanted, I no longer want. And just coming into my own identity as a person and finding my voice and finding my strength. And it's just such a difference. And when I tell you what, (laughs) it is something about putting, putting words on paper or putting thoughts on paper and just visually seeing and praying for something. And everything has come to try to knock you down, to stop you from believing that that is for you. Now, there has been some things that I had to come into the acceptance of that um, some things may not ever happen or how I perceive them to happen isn't going to go that way. And I have to, I had to get one-on-one with God and become, you know, subjective to what his will was and be okay with the no. But the things that, I haven't gotten no that I'm praying for when I tell you what the enemy is lurking. Even if you don't think that you're, you don't say it out loud or something like that, but it's, it's, they study your behaviors. They study your power, your patterns. You know how the enemy is trying to just trying to, trying to tear you down. And I have been in this place right now where I've been tested in my faith before, but this time around, when I tell you, I don't know, I think just because my vision is bigger than it ever was because I have come to the acceptance of who I am with God and coming into the acceptance of my identity and continuing to discover myself and work towards the things that I see for myself, definitely it it has been something else. Let me tell you that. Um, and I can, it can, it can be mentally draining and it's not supposed to be like that. And I feel very confident in, in my relationship with God. We have a certain a dialogue of 
of things. That's why I said, like, I can tell when, when, okay, am I, is it me pushing too hard for something? And, you know, in certain things I may not have realized or heard God yet for, or recognize what he's been saying, but the ones for sure that are no, you know, there's a, a, a piece that comes out like, okay, I know that's a no, but these other things I'm like, all right, you know, um, it's just the waiting and it's not even the waiting period that I, I don't like, it is just, I can't even get comfortable in the waiting period because it's just like, for some reason, the, I guess it is a perception of time of like, or more so for me, it's like, I, I want to walk in my full potential and full purpose and everything that God has for me while I have time on this earth. I want to do it all. I don't want to be thinking that I'm doing something, then get to heaven. And he's like, you didn't do anything. I don't even know you. And that's it. That scares me. You know, I fear God. I don't fear man, but I fear God. And I want to, when it's my time to go, I want to go. I want to be with him. Okay. I want to worship in heaven forever. That's where I want to be. So for me, it's like I understand the importance of of the things that I need to do. And so, and also other things that I I, I desire to do while I'm here. And I'm like, okay, I gotta be doing something because you know they say that the devil, honey, he don't he don't mess with someone he already has control of. If he already has a grip on you and um, you're already becoming subjective to him, he has no reason to torment you. You're not even at that point. You're not even even in spiritual warfare. You're just warm with yourself. You have relinquished your own self control and gave him control when you have more power. And you want to know how I know it's because God, the Bible tells us that God said he created us in his image. The the devil, you, I think the thing is bothers me so much is that people try to make the devil on an, an even playing field as God, as if he is more powerful than God, as if God would create a being that would be just as powerful as him. You have to understand without God, there would not be him. He got kicked out of heaven. He knows who God is. He knows what heaven looks like. He knows the power that God has. So of course he, he already made his bed. He knows he's been in the rest eternity in hell, but he's trying to take as many people because he knows what's up there. He already knows. So, I mean, if that, if, if he was at just as powerful as God, why wouldn't he create his own earth? His own place and his own people because he can't we have to have wisdom now does that necessarily mean you can just go toe-to-toe with enemy on your own no that's why the the bible teaches us you know about the having the full armor of god you know praying before the lord allowing him to go forth before you uh, to fight your battles praying to god to release the angels from heaven to come fight on your behalf have wisdom you can't do it on your own you just can't and you know when i tell you what i am just faith is really it, it it's something else um it's a 
it's a beautiful experience in terms of even in the hardship, when you come out on the other side and see the fruits of that labor that you went through to get to that point, it's it's just like women that say they, they go through the birthing process. Once they have their baby, they don't remember anything else. But they're like, I would do it all over again if I get to have this experience. And I do want to apologize if there's any women that... Um, may have did not get to that suffered from child loss whether the child um, was lost while in the womb or during delivery Um, praying for your strength and your peace of mind and you know you get to see on the other side of like okay now I see what all of it was for and it was worth it and it was not easy and some things in life you know, God will make easy. And some things you have to go through the process. You have to go through the crushing. You got to go through losing people. You got to go through um, losing yourself. And I'm not talking about in a mental state where you need to be in a, you know, locked up or, or any form of medication or anything like that. Like when you can't function, I'm saying of losing of yourself, of losing of your old nature because your old nature of yourself could be holding you back. And I have been really trying to stay in tuned and stay in tuned and stay in a place of self-awareness of myself. For many years, I put a lot of people before myself and put myself last and suppressed me. And I felt like it was so wrong to be selfish And I didn't realize that being selfish wasn't wasn't necessarily a negative thing as people make it be. I think now they replace the word with selfish with just with two words, setting boundaries. (laughs) Basically, what it is, is is when you're setting boundaries having to do with yourself, you're putting yourself first your mental health first, who you are as a person, your happiness, your joy, your peace. So that is selfish, which selfish is thinking of oneself, right? Now, of course, there is the negative side of of selfish. Other people are selfish, Um, but we're talking about the positive side. And for me, you know, when it comes to my faith, you know, I think now that I, you know, like I said, I'm thinking bigger. I'm envisioning bigger. The vision, the plan is bigger. So much of it is bigger. And so, of course, dreaming bigger, dreaming bigger, seeing bigger, you know, it comes with a different type of responsibility. It comes with, you know, its own set of, of pathways of how things should be done and need to go and how things are going to be done in a certain order and you know it's like how do I get started (laughs) you know I see things and I'm like okay I have to figure out like okay what can I work on now or to fix something now or to ignite something now that later on in the future it will work itself out I can, I can, I don't mind sharing one thing in particular, um, where my, you know, listen, faith, <laughs> faith isn't faith until it's tested. I have been really thinking about the different forms to 
one, the, the long-term goal is to have generational wealth. Um, in addition to that is how to have passive income that assists in that generational wealth. And the more it, it's like, it's so, I've learned so much. I'm learning so much about um, passive income. It was quite interesting. I'm like, I can't believe that they don't even um, teach you this stuff when you're in school. And it's sad. And they don't teach you. They say, okay, you know, go to college and get a degree or go to a trade school. And which all of those things, if that is your pathway that you have done, that is I'm not judging you. That is wonderful. And that's great. Um, I'm talking about the things that I didn't know. Like, why aren't they teaching people that you can, how to make money on stocks and stocks? And why aren't they teaching you um, things about entrepreneurship? You know, teaching you that you can, not everything requires a, degree, you know, to be a real estate agent, you don't require you to have a degree, you know, to be an esthetician, you don't require you to have your degree, a cosmetologist, you know, a lash, like certain things is certifications. Of course, it takes training, but from those other things, those are just examples I gave you that you can formulate and start your own business, but also in terms of passive income of like, okay, what is a, what is a different loans? Right. And, did you know that you can become a franchise owner of a Krispy Kreme? I'm just using a Krispy Kreme because I'm in the South. And, you know, how much money you need to put down and how you can, if you're franchising it, you know, you're the owner of it. But the company is the ones that will go through the process of hiring the employees because they have their own human resource department, payroll department, like all of that. But this is your business. The only reason I know this, this stuff about franchise owning, because when I worked at Dunkin' Donuts, when I was in school, we went through three owners. And honestly, when I got hired, I met, it, it was very rare that they would even come by the store. We had a manager, we had an assistant manager, like we rarely ever. And I think the second owner, we we probably only seen him when he first took over the store. And then he really came when it was like, he really wanted to check on productivity and like the money aspect of it, of like our performance. But other than that, I was like, okay, they're not managing anything. And that's when I really, you know, Again, when I was selling things about passive income, I'm like, okay, that. And then also when I was looking at um, owning a laundromat and I go to a laundromat up here and the lady that owns it, it's a 24 hour laundromat. And she probably comes in maybe like two, three hours every other day, honestly, every other day, I would say, um, and that's really, she just comes in, she cleans, 
she empties the coin machine. She refills her machines that she has where you can get the dry sheets. And she, you just don't see her. Her phone number is posted. Call her if you have any questions. And that's it. She's not needed to be there to run her facility. And I'm sitting there like, why was this not taught? You know, the thing is, is that they try to make it seem as though only certain people um, that has this type of self-awareness can be in, but it's like, this is free game that any, any and everybody can have. Right. So for me, it is crazy because I'm sitting there thinking about all of these things. of like, how, what can I do? Like, I don't mind being my own boss as a business owner and being more hands-on in like, in terms of like running my business, but I don't want that just to be my only stream. Right. I also want to be able to invest. Like I want to, I want to invest in real estate. I want to be someone to have uh, rentals in terms of having long-term rental tenants. And I also want to invest in commercial rental properties um what you know whether someone turns it into a salon suite or a nail shop or a barbershop or a restaurant you know something like that like just thinking about it of like it's just so much that I'm just like when I started thinking about that I promise you it was just it seems like everything is like why are you thinking why are you thinking this big why you got this vision you sure why why would it happen for you like it's just weird just like random thing and it, i i don't even feel like it's me having the own self doubt it's literally like weird just being tested of like i mean when i was working on something it seemed like every month something had came up when i was saving for something it was like every month for four months straight, something was going on that I had that money that I would save. My savings was dwindling away because I had to pay, pay to, I mean, just pay for repairs or, or this, um, this expense came, I had to pay this, this debt. It was just like almost to, so frustrating because it was like I worked hard for this and now this has come and I'm like I could see why somebody in that in that moment of like getting hit get hit get hit get hit could say forget it but see that's what the enemy want he wants you to give up he wants you to stop trying for the vision he wants you to stop trying for that dream to he wants you to stop trying for that goal he wants you to stop he wants you to give up he wants you to be feel bad about yourself have a pity party um say woe is me and say you know nothing good he he wants you to speak those negative things into your life but we're not going to listen to him we don't have time for that we know our father in heaven is good and he loves us he's a good good father the bible says there's no good things that he will withheld from us so we have nothing to worry about with him. The Bible teaches us, he says, does the birds not eat? <laughs> Doesn't the trees get water? They're not worried about how they, so where's your faith at? Your faith is, it's going to be tested. It, it really is. It's going to be tested just to see if you're going to believe that God is going to do it. And I think the thing is the hard thing with people is that it's just because it's the timing, Right. You remember that saying that they say God doesn't come when you want him. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time because his perception of time is so different from ours. What what we perceive and, and what we feel and we think enough is enough and why not now? That's, that's not God's idea. 
And sometimes when we go to him and, and, and ask him for clarity as to why, sometimes God is silent. Sometimes he gives us this answer, but it's up to us whether we want to accept it. And I think a lot of the times I know, I, let me, let me, because this is 30 some diaries, especially doing with me. Um, I know in my past, honey, certain things when it, when it was a no, I didn't handle it well. I can, I can give you an example. I was dating someone for many years and my idea of like, let me, I'll be transparent. We really, and I, this was before I was saved. So this is a no judgment zone for the besties listening. Okay. We really wanted a child and we were trying, 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 trying. I went to my doctor when it was like my, um, annual. And I was just like, what is wrong? Like, this is not happening. Like, you know, and she was just like, there's nothing. She was like, there would be no point in running any, cause there's nothing that would prompt me to be any of any concern, except for you just may not be, um, tracking your ovulation. Cause I was young and I, it got to the point of, of, you know, you have the phantom pregnancy and then it gets to the point where you take your pregnancy test and it's negative, 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 all of a sudden, you know, you're up, you know, you're in a hurt place because you want something so bad, but it's not happening. And I would pray to God and I'd be like, why, why is this not happening? And then the, the resentment and, and would come and be like, you know, like there's people that don't even want their babies. You know, it just, please forgive me. You know, I was in a different mindset when I was, I think it was like 23, 24. I was in a different mindset, different headspace. I was not okay. And I didn't have a relationship with God that I have now. So I was angry. It wasn't until, you know, I wasn't accepting of the no. So then when the the breakup ended years later, you know, after I have healed, I understood why it was a no I couldn't accept it then but it makes sense now just from what I see and I thank God because he could have gave me what I thought I wanted at that point not saying that I don't want to be a mother but I'm saying at that period of time of my life you know it's not even just you know what I'm saying I, I I guess with that person but it's something about just having the acceptance of like realization of like, God, I thank you for not giving me what I thought I wanted. Not saying that if I would have had a child, that it would have been bad at that point, but I don't know what he was shielding me from. So if he was, he didn't allow it to happen, clearly he was shielding me for something that he didn't tell me. And so I have to thank him for it then. It could have just been our maturity level. We weren't really in the right headspace. Not so much necessarily that we were going to be bad parents, but he was just shielding us. And I appreciate and I thank him for it. Can you imagine if God gave you everything that you thought that you wanted before it was time? How would you be able to handle that if it's not the timing for you to get it? You would either mess it up. You wouldn't appreciate it or you would feel like you don't need God. You have no reliability on him. And that's not what it is. That's not how it's supposed to be. (sighs) Well, 
I done done a lot of talking, <laughs> as I always do, but I appreciate you guys rocking along with me, and I hope that you guys really enjoy this short series, this 30-something series, where it's basically, like I said, it's going to be just be like my personal diary of things that I'm learning at this, this period, this age of my life, and I pray that something that I say, say you know, um, helps you to think for your, you know, in terms of yourself or self-evaluation, or maybe there's somebody else, you know, that may need to hear this, hear this episode. So like I always say, don't forget to hit that replay, 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 and send this episode to someone else, you know, that may need to hear this. And until next episode of the new series. Bye.